And welcome back to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name, of course, is Sean. And today's episode is going to be awesome because shortly I am set to be joined by the Kate Watson. She is an amazing country singer out of Montgomery, Texas. Um, Fantastic talents. Obviously, uh, no introduction, really, besides the fact that she was on, you know, a little show called American Idol in 2019. And she's charting huge success, um, you know, touring locally and is also branching throughout the country. So I'm excited to chat with her. Um, So without further ado, my chat with Kate Watson. All right. Usually I don't get nervous on these things, but I am that right now. (laughs) Joining me now, she is a fantastic singer-songwriter out of Texas. Kate Watson, how are you doing this evening? Hey, y'all. I am doing pretty awesome, actually. I'm um, in the middle of kind of a little vacation, and uh, I'm on Lake Travis, so enjoying myself. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Uh, I wish I could say the same. I was just in Wisconsin, however, so, you know, I'm just getting back into the swing of things myself. So, you know, first off, quite the discography i gotta say i really enjoyed uh highway along with your other songs but let's talk about highway uh what was the creative process behind that the video the whole nine so the song was written about a day a day where everything that could go wrong did and i mean by the end of it i was like you know what screw this and i got in my car i started driving didn't know where I was going. Um, And I got on the highway and I just rolled down my windows and I let everything that was getting to me that day just Mm -hmm. go out. And I took a second to think about all the things in my life that I'm thankful for. The things that sometimes I forget about or I take for granted. And um, by the time I made it home, that's how highway came to be. Awesome. Yeah, I could tell because the lyric, my personal favorite lyrics of the song, I got no agenda, like you said, and I got no place I got to be. So was this something that obviously you just talked about, you know, the genesis of it was, was it really was just that spontaneous? It was. I don't usually do that. I don't just go off and, you know, just go for a drive or whatever. Like, I am the type of person I get things done, I face my problems, and I make it happen. That's how my whole career, um, how I've made it through and gotten to the point where I am is that mindset. But it was just that one night, I don't know why, I just was like, you know what? No, (laughs) not today. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's revert back to the beginning of your career. How'd you get started? So I actually grew up watching my parents whenever I was super young. They, my mom plays the drums. Um, I actually, she reminds me of the Muppet animal because she used to like swing her hair back and forth whenever she played the drums. Mm -hmm. And then my dad, he was the leader of the band, played guitar, sang, 
and is one of the most talented songwriters that I know and actually helps me write all my original songs and mm -hmm. Highway. Um, and so watching them travel all across Texas, playing these church camps, mm -hmm. um, for me, I got to see music speak to people on a whole different level. Right. I got to see music mean more to people and change lives and give people hope. And at seven years old, you don't know how else to put that, but my parents are rock stars and I want to mm -hmm. be a rock star too whenever I grow up. So yeah, I, that is what I ended up pursuing. Um, I just wanted to be a light in the world with my music and my life. Mm -hmm. Now, were there any uh, artists that were on like CMT or any, you know, artists from back in the day that you were like, all right, besides obviously <laughs> you're you being in, in, the, in the heart of the industry, was there someone that you were like, oh, all right, yeah, I want to do what they do, you know, like as far as uh, video production and everything like that? I actually did not get into like country music until I was older. I didn't mm -hmm. even know that was the lane that I wanted to pursue at first. Really? And yeah, I mean, um, growing up, I did have different influences, um, like Carrie Underwood. She mm -hmm. definitely was one of my favorites. Um, and I actually grew up listening to more like um, Christian music. And right. um, so it was more whenever I got older, I started listening to more like Demi Lovato Mm -hmm. um Carrie Underwood um you know really a little bit of everybody but um I wouldn't say that I really just was like oh I want to be like this person someday because um growing up I've moved 14 times in my entire life um I was always the new kid growing up and whenever it came to me and knowing what I wanted to do I didn't I was scared I got bullied throughout most of my life. And I just did what everyone told me to do. Mm -hmm. I had people tell me that I'd never amount to anything in my life, that I was worthless. And, you know, to keep my mouth shut because what I had to say didn't matter. So for me, I, I was just going along. I had no yeah. purpose. I had no, I didn't know who I was yet. Um, I didn't discover that until I was 15 years old. Right. Um, it was a time in my life where I hit rock bottom and it's because I started to believe what everybody said about me. And I finally decided, you know what? No, like I need to figure out for myself, what do I believe? What do I stand for? Who mm -hmm. am I? And what is my purpose in this world? And that is whenever I took the time to find out I'm a masterpiece. I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. I have so much purpose and mm. um, I'm worth so much and nobody can tell me different. And so 15 is whenever I started pursuing music professionally. And like I said, it was just to be a light in the world and yeah. give hope for people, no matter what situation they might be going through, you know? And then I discovered country was more the lane that I loved and that was me. Mm. um about maybe a year and a half ago actually whenever right. parker mccollum discovered me oh, okay yeah so let's talk about um future faces of country what was how much did that mean to you when you you know received 
the award of the 12th, what was it, the 12th annual Texas Regional Awards? Is that what it is? Talk about that. Um, okay, so Future Faces show, I won that at Texas Regional Radio Awards show. Mm -hmm. um, it was the coolest thing ever to even just get the opportunity to go up there. Um, I got to perform with several different um, talented country, Texas country artists. Right. And um, just give them what I, I have to offer, you know, to showcase what I love. And the thing about it was um, I was the only one who did not play guitar for myself. Everyone else had their own guitar saying, and I got up there and gave a show. And that was the difference. And, um, you know, some people look down on people who don't play for themselves. And it's not right. that I can't play guitar. I can. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I choose not to um, because I like to be able to connect with an audience more than just behind a guitar, which is cool. And in its own way, like right. that is awesome. Yeah. It's just not my way that I like to connect to people. Um, mm -hmm. I like to jump around, go around the stage, you know, go in the audience right. if I can. Um, that sort of thing. I love getting to do that. Um, but whenever I won, I remember. So for one, I had the largest group there, one of the largest to support me. And they tallied up the votes that night. And, you know, they go to announce the winner right. and they announced my name. And I remember I just sat there just kind of clapping, you know, and then right. I didn't even realize they said my name. It was so just surreal. And I hear everybody's looking at me, like cheering at me, you know, and I'm just like, what? And then I'm like, wait a second, I'm Kate Watson. <laughs> and it was just like, holy crap. Yeah. I just won. And so I got to perform the next night at Texas Live, which is a huge stage right. in front of, you know, Josh Ward and um, all these different big name people. Mm -hmm. And it was just such an honor. And just, you know, uh, for the TCMAs, I actually just found out a few days ago that I'm nominated for Emerging Artist of the Year in Texas. Wow. <laughs> congratulations that's huge thank you and aren't you also on the academy of country play new music playlist i believe so that's that's huge i mean the list the list and and you're like just you know blossoming right now so this is amazing stuff already um oh, thank you let's go let's go even further back um what was the song red lipstick and a cowboy hat I like that one too. <laughs> Thank uh, you. What was, was this another spontaneous? Was this something that was, you know, in the pipeline for a while? Talk about that one. It was a little bit in the pipeline for a little bit before we ended up releasing it, just because mm. it's such a special song. I didn't want to waste it. I didn't want it to, you know, just be a random release or anything like that. Like, no, I wanted to make sure and plan it out and do it justice. Um, right. It's my favorite song. I get to do at my shows. Mm -hmm. um, and it's special to me because it's my story put into a song. Like I told you earlier, like people told me that I wasn't good enough, that I'd never met anything in my life. And this song was written for those people basically saying, 
I could wreck you. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, all yeah. grown up now. <laughs> you can't mess with me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I got I got 71,000 TikTok followers. Yeah, exactly. You need to <laughs> you need to you need to show you'd be like, hey, here's my TikTok. What do you what are you doing? Oh you know? <laughs> but it was written to basically say, I could wreck you, mm-hmm. but I choose love, I choose to forgive, and I choose to rise above and be better than that. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I like the mindless, you know, I'm not saying all rock music is like this, but I like that stuff, too. But what I really enjoy more than that is music that speaks to you that because that's why I I always enjoy about music. I'm a YouTube, you know, I'll listen to like the same song over and over and over and over again because it makes me feel a certain way. Yeah. You know, and um I've had a couple other country artists uh, on and recently, and I always go back to hate the <laughs> Shania Twain back in the day. That was she was <laughs> like she was like my first crush, like oh, yeah. <laughs> like 1990s Shania Twain. Like, what was your thoughts on her and like Faith Hill? Are you familiar with those kind of trailblazers back in the day? Yes. So Shania Twain, I mm. absolutely love her. I cover. A few of hers, I'll do Any Man of Mine, I'll do Man, I Feel Like a Woman, and um, I love, like, she's just somebody that's just timeless, like, Mm -hmm. she will never go out of style, she will never, you know, be forgotten, Um, she's just somebody to look up to, um, somebody to always remember, and uh, whenever I cover her songs, I make them a little more rock compared to how she does them. Um, and then I love to do, so whenever I do man, I feel like a woman, I don't always do this, but it's sometimes, um, (laughs) I will, uh, sing the song and whenever it gets to the part, man, I feel like a woman, I'll go out into the crowd. I'll, I'll choose a guy, right? Because it's even (laughs) more fun and I'll hold the microphone in front of them and let them say it. And sometimes they can think about it and they're just right. like man i feel like a woman i'm like glad to know that and everyone starts <laughs> laughing or you know they'll change it and it'll be hilarious and they're like i feel like a man i'm like well good <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> that's funny that's funny um so um what do you see like in the near future do you have anything you know coming up being released soon Yes. So I have some big things coming up whenever it comes to like opening for people. Um, I'm actually opening up for Kevin Fowler. Um, I've opened up for Flatland Calvary, um, John Wolf, uh, Darren Morris. Um, let's see. I got a lot in the works. I also was supposed to open for Aaron Watson, mm-hmm. um, but he ended up losing his voice. So I'm sure we'll get that rescheduled as well opening up for the Bellamy brothers. Right. Uh, wow. So there's all of that coming. <laughs> and then also um, I'm in the middle of working on a 12 song album. I have six done. Wow. I have six more to go. I'll be going to Nashville here pretty soon to finish them up, but uh, they are amazing. I have Trent Willman advising on there, um, which is Cody Johnson's producer. And then I have Brett Tyler, uh, you know, like producing the entire thing. And I've heard 
um, part of the ones that I just recorded, the first right, tapes. Right. And they are amazing. And I cannot <laughs> wait to share them with everybody. I can't wait to hear too. And I'll promote it, you know, when I, when yes, I, thank of you. course, but I would remiss, you figured I was going to ask the following question. What was it like being on American Idol? <laughs> I, you know, you thought maybe this guy wasn't going to bring it up. No, 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 no. I saved it to, to you know, toward the end here. Talk about, <laughs> if you don't mind talking about the process uh, from start to finish. Yeah, I mean, it was honestly one of the hardest things I've ever done. I mean, people expect me to go, oh, it was so fun. No, it was hard work. <laughs> And uh, it was unforgettable. The whole thing changed me as a person, as an artist. It made me stronger and all of that. Um, but, you know, the whole beginning of it, I auditioned, of course, in front of Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan. Um, it was a private audition. I had the largest support group with me in Denver, Colorado. For that, I had to wait outside in the cold Denver air for 14 to 16 hours, I was one of the last people to go. Even Katie, Lionel, and Luke were tired. And I, <laughs> I'd had like seven cups of coffee by the time I went in there. Um, and I was kind of hoarse. I was, I was running on coffee and Jesus. So uh, then I went in there. I actually had to watch the person before me go. And it was crazy. I'm standing there. This girl is waiting for them to tell her what they think. And they were like, you're not going forward. It's a no for me. And they all went through and said, no, she runs off screaming, crying. And I was like, whoa, that makes me super confident, excited for this. And so I just went in there. I had my dad accompanying me and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just here to do what I love. Like, I'm going to do it. And, uh, I sang What a Feeling off the movie Flashdance. Uh, it's, they told me that nobody in the history of American Idol has ever done that song. Um, it was my own rendition. It was super cool. Um, and my dad, if you ask him about this experience, right. he won't say anything about my singing or anything like that. He'll say, yeah, I shook Katy Perry's hand. And I'm like, okay, okay. It's not like I got a golden ticket or nothing. He's like, <laughs> no, I just shook Katie's Perry's hand. There's a picture of it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so it was really scary at first, you know, whenever they're going to do the yes, no, maybe so like you're going Hollywood stuff. And um, Lionel Richie's my absolute favorite. And he, I'll never forget, just stood up and was like, Kate, I think you can win this whole thing. And uh, I'm wow. so happy to be the one to tell you you're going to Hollywood. And I was like, ah, you know, gold ticket. Ah, and then went to Hollywood mm -hmm. and, you know, you film things separately. So it took like a few months. Then you go to Hollywood sure. um, and flew there. It was, I think my second time in LA and mm -hmm. I had a crazy moment with um, Uche. I don't know if you remember him off of there, but mm -hmm. uh, he was no. a crazy dude, super loud, rambunctious. We were standing in line to go in the Orpheum Theater. And I remember I'm standing there. I'm kind of just like nervous, you know. And he's back there dancing behind me. Well, accidentally, like, 
puts his foot behind me, I step backwards and like almost slap the ground. Um, and he catches me and it's one of those princess catches. And, uh, he was just like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. And, uh, everyone's like, Oh yeah, I should be together. I'm like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) yeah, no, that's not why I came to LA. I did not come here to find a boyfriend y'all. Um, and so then the craziest part about Hollywood was I had to watch every single person go before me. And I, I got to watch the people that were really good, the people that were really bad. And I knew what song I was singing. I was going to sing Hello by Lionel Richie to Lionel Richie. And uh, I witnessed some people go up there decide to sing some of his songs mm-hmm. and then he told them to get off the stage and to not ever sing his song again wow then i had to get up there and it was funny because i'm waiting in line what they do is they line you up backstage they will put a camera in your face give you five seconds how do you feel and then put a mic in your face and you're on stage well have it in my head and know what I'm supposed to say and I'm walking up now it's my turn and I'm ready and the guy accidentally makes a dirty joke to me the camera guy mm-hmm. and I'm just like and everyone starts laughing like I am dying laughing so is all the people who are supposed to go behind me the camera guy's laughing well then they shove a mic in my face so everyone in the crowd hears me just hardcore laughing right and <laughs> I get pushed on stage yeah. and I'm just like, well, what do you do? So I just start mm-hmm. dancing. So Katy Perry stands up. She starts dancing with me and I right. make my way to the middle of the stage. And Lionel looks at me and he says, Kate, what song are you going to sing? And I said, I'm going to sing your song. Hello. And he said, this is either going to be really bad for you or really good. And I said, well, Lionel, it's go big or go And so I'm going to be completely honest with you. As soon as I started singing, I kind of just blacked out. I don't remember the rest of it. I don't remember, like, if I sang good, if I sang bad, if anything. Mm -hmm. All I remember is I came to after I finished. And the first thing I see is Lionel Richie standing up out of his chair and starts clapping. Gives me a smile and a thumbs up. And... I don't, I'm not one of those people that just cries all the time, but like I was bawling my eyes out. Like that was a dream come true for me. And I, even though after that I ended up going home, I was like, you know what? Like that's all, that's all I could ever wish for, you know, hope for. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, a moment or two that's worth, you know what I mean? That's just like, all right, I got what I wanted out of this. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It's, how you feel do you feel like you if you feel complete like with your you know journey and everything like that then that's what matters you know yeah at the end of the day it's what you feel you know so i'm very very impressed and you know they if they got it you should have won the whole thing kate i I don't know what they were (laughs) i don't know what they were thinking they're they're wrong they're wrong um so one last thing What's it, what's it mean to you to, when people say Kate Watson from the Lone Star State? 
What is what does that mean to you, Texas? So I want to be worldwide. I want to reach as many people as I can with my music, with my story, with my life. But my roots are always from Texas. And um, that's where my family is. That's where I grew up. And um, that's where I will always call home. All right. Where can people find uh, your music, Kate? Y'all can follow me at Kate Watson Music on all social media platforms to see what's coming up and what I got going. But also you can go to my website, thekatewatson.com for all my upcoming tour dates as well as merch. But you guys just come to a show. Come see me in person, get some merch. I'd love to meet you guys. All right. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. There you go, everybody. Kate Watson, country superstar, Kate Watson. Amazing um, to talk with her, especially, you know, as her career is just launching into super, super, super stardom in reality. Um, Everyone, please subscribe to Sensibly Cynical wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly. Instagram is Sensibly Cynical Pod. And you can check out our Facebook page. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm starting to do, you know, bigger and better things on there. WordPress. Um, But uh, please, everybody, stay safe and take care. Thanks for listening.